What's occurring, Bert? What's occurring? Presented by Zwift. You right, though? Yeah, you know, it's uh, lockdown still, isn't it? I don't know what day it is, but uh, they all roll into, well, it's the same every day, it seems, doesn't it? A bit like Groundhog Day. But yeah, been been a good month now, isn't it? Yeah, but it seems to be positive, um, you know, from what I've seen on the news. I try not to watch it now because it's just like, when it all first started, I was kind of like watching it a couple of times a day, you know, and especially those, um, oh, what they called, you know, like when someone from the government like has that briefing like thing at 4.30 or whatever it is. Like I was watching them and oh, now I'm just like, oh, it just it cracks you, doesn't it, if you're just watching that all the time. So, Yeah, I just try and, I was the same. Now I just try and zone out a bit because I check every now and then, um, got a website where you can just check the total cases and that's scary you know when you see like a couple of days ago america were on like eight hundred and fifty thousand. they got yeah. close to a million now mental man so uh but yeah i just try and zone out but like you said it looks fairly positive going forward hopefully middle of may um yeah especially with france france and yeah. Italy, you know starting to well not france yet but may the 11th is supposed to be relaxing the rules and so um yeah that's all positive and hopefully it can uh I guess the, the the big thing will be seeing what happens in China and things, doesn't it? Like if that becomes back there or if it kind of keeps... Because the worst thing is like if it come back then, you know, like in July, August, that would be a kick in the teeth fight. But all yeah. seems good at the minute anyway still. For us on a, you know, on a, obviously there's bigger things in cycling, but on a cycling note, you know, it looks like the proposed schedule it's kind of realistic and possible, you know, to race the tour at the end of August, you know, it's um, positive and at least there's something to work towards. So. Yeah. But it actually seems like at the moment, if, you know, three months out, it seems fairly realistic. But if, like you say, if there was another setback, then that'd be it then game over season over. Yeah. I guess it's cause it's a, uh, it's a global thing, isn't it? It's not like it's just the three countries here or, you know, like it's, if it kind of spiked somewhere else again, it could quite easily come back over like what happened before. So, yeah. But yeah, like I say, just got to stay positive, work towards our date now and uh, just assume it's, it's, it's definitely going ahead. Um, and yeah, I think it's, as I've said already, it's just great to have that marker now, that line in the sand, like, right, that's this is when the tour is going to start and we can start, you know, planning towards it. I think we got a call with Tim on in a few days, just, uh, you know, all, all his riders just to go through exactly what the team know. Cause at the moment there's so many like random dates flying around and rumors about this and that. So just get clarity on that and then have an ideal plan then of, uh, how we're going to be in the best shape for end of August. So we've got a new lease of life really. Yeah. Happy days. Good looking forward. Um, Hey, let's, let's, uh, Let's talk about your uh, Zwift ride. Thirty-six ah. hours. How's your How's your balls, mate? Zwift rides, mate. The rides. <laughs> Ride for me. Rides for you. How's How's your How's your package? All right or what? Uh, don't know. I, I I'm not sure. I'm glad I got one son already. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Is it that? Bad? <laughs> nah, nah. It's okay. Okay. Um, the last day was just horrible. Like physically like my legs like they're obviously tired obviously but you're kind of used to that and that's that was okay 
it was more just so uncomfortable. Like I couldn't sit down for more than a minute really. So I spent the last sort of three hours in and out of the saddle and, and that was by far the, the worst bit. And I said to someone, uh, some interview I did that it was the hardest final two hours I've ever had on the bike. And I think it, it, it honestly was, I think it was just like, Oh, just the, the, yeah, I wouldn't say it was pain because it wasn't like, you know, excruciating pain, but it was just that discomfort and just like fatigue, like mentally as well. You know, three 12 hour rides back to back. Um, the third, it was the third of them. So obviously that was, that was tough going. But it was obviously all, all, all made worthwhile by the amount we raised. I think, you know, we're just under 370,000 pounds. So, um, yeah, unbelievable. That made it all worthwhile, obviously. And so many people joined. Like on Zwift, it was like the 12 hours was split into six two-hour rides. And for every ride, there was, you know, I don't know, average must have been close to 1,500 people. So it was it was great. A lot of people got involved. Um, and yeah, to raise that amount of money made it sort of worthwhile. Um, but yeah, I was so happy to get that done with because just the mental side of things. And whoa, I ate some crap as well. Like, whoa, I let myself go that the day before I'd started actually. And then the two days after, but you know, when you start eating like bad again, it's like it's hard to reset then. Yeah. You just start craving it. Cause you obviously have that much like sweet stuff. So I've had to sort of try to just go cold Turkey, really cut it all out for a couple of days. And then you kind of get to a nice little rhythm again. But but yeah, so that was a uh, that was three long, long days. But but yeah, worthwhile. Yeah, that's some crazy amount of money in it, really. What was the target? Hundred grand. Yeah, so I'm not sure who came up with that. Like I was thinking, maybe fifty was it was you know a good target. But then somebody said a hundred, so I just thought, wow, it might be a bit like negative when if we don't hit it. Uh, but yeah, we'd already surpassed that by the middle of the first day so that was incredible and it just shows though doesn't it like the whole country just getting behind like uh the nhs and just all the work that they're doing um yeah things like that either like really take off or just kind of stay stagnant don't they they kind of go one or two ways and it obviously clearly took off in quite a big way so yeah there's no captain tom mind i wish somebody had told me just walk around your house a few laps every day and mate someone did a um Everest challenge walking up and down their staircase. They live in a townhouse, so it's three floors, but they walked up and down the stairs for like three days and did Everest challenge. Who did That's that? Amazing. Just some random. Yeah. 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 He did it right at the start when it was all kicking off. Um, when he first went into quarantine, up and down two, two flights of stairs until he got to 8,800. Wow meters that's mad isn't it? yeah fair play i didn't hear about that what about oh i haven't messaged him actually i'll send him a quick message now you know ryan jones uh yeah wales captain well he was do you see what he was doing uh 100 what was it 160k or something yeah yeah 100 miles on a treadmill in his uh in his kitchen in Jeez. a day in one go like he was like a you know, he's a forward as well. It's not like he was like, you know, one of the quick backs. You know, How long did it take him? Unit. Just messaged him now. He started one o'clock yesterday afternoon. So he should have finished now. Oh, that's a strange time. 
strange time to start, isn't it? Oh, no, I guess just plan it on the finish time, isn't it? Yeah, well, I, I, I texted him this morning. So at 7, 7.40, he had done 136K. Oh, so yeah, he'd be done. He'd be done. Definitely good done by now, or he's, you know... Dead. His, yeah, on his kitchen floor. <laughs> That's but. the one thing I struggled with, actually, last week, doing this, uh, the Zwift shifts, was the internet and, like, hooking up to interviews. And, you know, obviously, I've got Zwift going on in front of me. And um, the team sent, like, all these cables and stuff to hook up the internet in my garage so it was a bit better than what it was. And But, for the tech technology side even though it's nothing it's just using zoom and bloody uh skype and all that but oh mate that was that was the biggest like ball ache ever oh well you just seen me trying we got these me and g got these new uh what they call snowball ice so if the quality of this is mega that's why and if it's shit that's why but um took you about sort an hour to sort it out didn't it they look pretty snazzy don't they yeah, fair play, fair play. Me now with my snowball, I look like an absolute boss. Huh. Oh, just going back to um, my Zwift shifts one last time. Uh, remember that guy we said we'd ring? Or oh, I said I'd ring? Yeah. Ron, big Ron, from... Uh, Acme. Eh? From Acme Wheelers. Is that where it was? That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's who he rode for back in the day, yeah. Yeah, I've been... Uh, Dale, didn't he? Dale, Appleby. Did he? That's his team, yeah. Huh. But yeah, so he, he lives like around by the bulk. So I gave him a ring. Uh, I don't know when it was now, the other day. And uh, so it's going ring, 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 ring. Hello. It's like, oh, hi, is that is that Ron? Yeah. Hi, it's Garen Thomas here. I just put the phone down. I was like, oh, all right, good chat. Um, so I just I told, hey. Good combo. Yeah. So then I go, um, Message George, the media guy who sorted us out. I was like, oh, mate, this is what happened. He's like, oh, just give me a ring back tomorrow then. <laughs> then I rang him back. Well, I think it was two days later because I forgot the, the next day. But I had, a good, I had a good chat with Big Ron, telling me about his uh, 12 hours that he'd done before and his 24-hour rides. And uh, oh, like that's 90, nice. 94 years and uh, properly with it. Got a proper conversation with him. I think my hearing was worse than his. So, but yeah, that was big run. I couldn't go for a stop for a cup of tea with him at some point when lockdown's over. No, oh, that's nice of you, mate. Good on you. So, but anyway, moving on. We've got some questions, haven't we? Uh, yeah. I thought maybe we can just answer a few of these. Um, there was only one lockdown related one, really. Um, I thought there might have been a couple more, but. What one was it now? Oh, now we're in lockdown and you can't eat out. What would each of you cook for a three-course meal for your other halves from scratch? No pot noodle crap. Well, I'm a pretty average cook. Um, for main course, I'd just do risotto because that's, uh, that's probably my speciality. What would, what would be in it? Chicken? Mushroom? Yeah. Chicken, asparagus, and then just put loads of butter in at the end. So even if you can't cook, it still tastes good. Uh, starter, pate and toast or something. <laughs> and then packet, two slices of toast, bam, bam. 
um, and dessert. Any Chicken any particular pate? Uh, duck. Okay, yeah. sweet. Sophisticated me. Actually, that's what I'm doing tonight. I said cheese and biscuits. I'm having a cheese and biscuits night tonight, and uh, having a quiz, quiz and cheese and biscuits night tonight. It is. Oh, nice. Quizzes. Quizzes is definitely what people seem to be doing in lockdown, aren't they? Oh, mate, it's full gas. That and that and um, every Thursday I play poker with my mates online. That's pretty good. Like every Thursday, something to look forward to. Ten a buy-in. Got second last night. I did. There was nine of us. So yeah, uh, second, though, do you? I got I got twenty-seven quid for second, mate. Oh yeah. Yeah, happy with that. So uh, that's quite good as well. But yeah, quizzes seem to be taking over, don't they? Anyway, what would you cook? Three courses. Uh, well, my go-to dish back in the day was uh, a bit of chicken stuffed with a bit of mozzarella wrapped in parmesan. Wow, oh, lovely! But a few, few. Uh, sorry. With a toothpick through it. Nah, none of that. Oh, just it just sticks together because I'm just master chef. And then uh, some roasted potatoes. Uh, yeah, you know, a bit of rosemary, a bit of salt. You know, oh, lovely, very nice, very nice. And uh, so I doesn't really have much um, veg, so I'm all right in that department. Maybe just a few petty pois, green peas, boil them up a bit. Easy. Uh, starter. Hmm. To be fair, like I say, Sarah's quite an easy sort of customer. So she loves palm ram. So maybe I'll just crack open the palm ram. Bit of burrata. That's easy. All I've got to do is chop that up, innit? Um, dessert. What's the dessert? Oh, well, Sarah's favorite dessert is a souffle, but there's no chance of making that. So, no. um, yeah, that's like... Oh, I bought her a... Um, one Christmas, actually. I'm sure it's still in the wrapper but it's uh you make your own uh what are they call fondants chocolate fondants I'm sure oh, it's okay, like yeah. the back cupboard of the kitchen you know what i mean there's something that's just been thrown back there and totally forgot about yeah yeah but crack that open and give that a whirl i guess yeah happy day think speaking about this now remember when we did come dine with me me you have to say that, that to was say. Funny, have we mentioned that before i don't know but you you cheated so like me, yeah, me, G, and the, the better halves, we, um, we did come down with me, but we cooked individually. So, like, four nights within two weeks, wasn't it? Yeah. And then you, like, scored each other and, in, like, did an interview about each other and stuff. We did it properly, didn't we? We went upstairs, like, in each other's bedrooms, like, with the yeah, yeah. camera and filmed it and said what we And then you had to be, like, brutally honest, and you made this crumble for dessert, and it was like, oh, that's good. And... and like, I, on my dessert, I just had, like, a gingerbread house. And I said, oh, yeah, of course I bought it. And then you had this, like, mega crumble. I was like, gee, did you buy this or did you cook it? No, 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 mate, cooked it, cooked it. <laughs> I said, like, oh, that's impressive, that. Yeah, I went down the lane, picked the berries myself. I was like, oh, you know, that's an extra point straight away. Anyway, it all turns out. I was last. I was, I was, I was fourth. And then when, when the final results come out, you were like, yeah, went to the shop, bought it from Tesco. Flick the system there, like. <laughs> uh, yeah, I should have maybe made tried to make a crumble. I don't know the hardest things today, but that was good. That was. We should do that again once we're all uh, unlocked. Yeah, once we're allowed to see each other again. Yeah. Um, just scrolling through the others' questions here. Oh, here we go. Best 
non-cycling sporting event you've witnessed live? Oh, oh yeah, easy. Boston Bruins versus New York Rangers in Madison Square Gardens in New York. Easy one. Ice hockey. Ice hockey, man, yeah. Boston Bruins easy. against who, sorry? Uh, Boston Bruins against New York Rangers in Madison okay. Square Gardens. Is that like there's two teams in Boston, or is like Boston, New York? Is that a derby or what? Uh, not really a derby. There's two teams in New York. There's the New York Rangers and the New York Islanders, but then there's quite a few teams around there because there's uh, like New Jersey Devils as well. But um, yeah, they're two pretty good teams, the Rangers and and and, and the Bruins. So that was just like, and also just this Madison Square Gardens is the most famous sporting venue in the world, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. Just to go there and take all that in, that was that was pretty special. You? Uh, I think for me it would definitely be Wales England in 2015 World Cup, this group stage, uh, Rugby World Cup, and Wales like we would get hammered at half time. We were like I don't know what it was, but over 15 points I think behind, and uh, lucky enough to be um, at decent seats. And I was with my brother-in-law. Um, like sat with him and my father-in-law and they're like real close family friend was sat somewhere else. And uh, we were lucky enough to have, you know, beer on tap and things like that. So um, we were making the most of that. And like when the score... Them, went... then, did you? Sorry? You didn't pay for them seats, did you? No, I was fortunate to, <laughs> to know someone. <laughs> Actually saw, uh, what's his face? Wills, Kate and Wills. The Prince William and... Oh, the ones who left the royal family? No, no, no. The good oh. ones. The ones that stayed. The one. Oh, legends. Oh, next okay. up. He's next up after his dad. Okay. Anyway, yeah, we saw them. Bumped into them, right? Um, well, not literally, but we saw them from like, you know. Uh, and we just, yeah, we just thought, like, wow, let's just make the most of this then because it's going to be a terrible day. So then obviously Wales came back. Unbelievable game and ended up winning. And that was like amazing. But to be fair, like, because we had drunk quite a bit by then, I, can barely remember it but that was like just incredible that day the only thing that was quite hard was afterwards matt parker he yeah to be my coach on the track he was working then for english rugby so we planned to just catch up after the game anyway no matter what happened so i went to see him in like the england like you know um where they all go after the game you know for a little drink and they have their families mm. and that there so that was a bit awkward you know for super drunk jovial welshman walking in there oh, but uh, yeah. we we're obviously respectful because it's like it's a bit crap in it then but just walk in and shout oggy 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 <laughs> exactly yeah Get your but, uh, yeah that, that was a yeah that i think that was the best one live you can't remember i went to before. um wales australia and there's like like 15 of us all the cycling boys and we got a box do you remember oh, that? Oh, that was terrible. Yeah, that was... That, that was a messy... Like, that was one of them. You wake up the next morning, you check your phone to find out the score, wasn't it? Yeah, and you saw... Like, scrums between us in, in, in the box. <laughs> like, five, like, three versus three or four versus four. And just... Oh, that was bad. Good fun, though. Good crack, but... Yeah, it was one of those mornings. I, I wasn't looking at my phone to check the score. I was looking at my phone to see, like, what, you know... Why was why is my wife or fiance pissed off with me? What went down it was one of those, so that was bad. Oh, I fucked that out of my memory, mate. That's that's gone. 
Um, moving on quickly. <laughs> uh, people are now at home far more. What hobby during lockdown would you learn? Teach yourself. Have you done anything like that? Um, no, I've just been busy around the house because we're having a lot of work done and um, the workers are struggling for products. So there's just bits and bobs that I can get on with. So I've just kind of been uh, doing Good a little bit of bobs, a little handyman, like just simple stuff, but that's quite fun. But in, ter- in terms of like learning a language or stuff like that now. Nah. Yeah, just be careful with that because our neighbor is a doctor. And I uh, just having a quick chat with him the other day. And he said in A&E now, there's been quite a few like people who are doing DIY and just like, you know, chopping off their fingers or, you know, falling off ladders. Yeah. Or so he said, this uh, is a lot, it's a lot quieter than normal, but most of the ones that are coming in are all like DIY injuries. So I'm guessing everyone's sort of. It's funny that one of my mates is an optician and he said, uh, he said the same thing. He's having so many people coming in like doing DIY work and like, you know, flicking yeah. something in their eye or not wearing safety goggles and stuff. Same thing, like all DIY related eye injuries. But oh, mate, I'm, I'm a ninja. I don't, you know, I'm all right. <laughs> just get that really strong glue in it. Don't bother drilling stuff down. Just glue it to the wall for a bit. Good stick to the it? What was your first pro win? That's a question. Oh, um, I think mine was. Fire Rumper? Would it? Well, I won team time trial in Qatar, but that's uh, that's definitely a win in my book. But um, I won the nationals, but then that's sort of not seen as kind of a pro win either, is it? Even though oh, it, I, but, I think it is, but but um, go on, it's pro win against in a pro race then. Yeah, it might have been Bayern Rumpf. I don't even know. In my head, it's always been Qatar, TTT, so. Yeah, fair one. You? Oh, mate, I can't think about, you know, when you win that many races, it's hard to think back, you know. Um, <laughs> oh, no idea, mate. I'm trying to think through them now. Uh, Tour of Britain, 2012, stage one. Was it stage uh, one? Yeah, stage one. I had the Mayo Jean, mate. I was king for a day. I didn't realise that. I knew, obviously, yeah. Oh, fair play. Oh, yeah, mate. Gold jersey, the lot. Right hand bend, leading cav out. One and a half K to go. Big pile up. Everyone's on the deck. I sneak through, and there's like 10 of us. Next right hander, five more are on the deck. And then it just leaves five of us. So I just have to win a sprint out of five then. Fair play. Yeah. So, bit of luck, but. Um, Everyone else crashed, and I stole my bike. So, yeah, that's my first win. It's you know, it's hard to think past all the other wins. But yeah, what's what's your um... wins a win, mate? Yeah, fuck, I'll take it. What's your party trick? Well, don't really have a party trick. To be fair, I think I just do some stupid dancing when I've had too many to drink. <laughs> basically, like I don't know what it is, and it's. It really shouldn't be seen by anyone, but it's just stupid. You've got like a signature drunk dance move. Like you kind of like squat down a bit and just like bop with one <laughs> hand, don't you? Like, uh, just, like as soon as I see you dance like that, it's like, yeah, he's, he's he, yeah, that's him. Got a few. Katy Perry's playing, but I'm dancing like I'm dancing to like some Jay Z or something. Or something, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, party trick. 
I, I don't know. I always end up like quite naked. Like not naked, naked, but <laughs> yeah, like sure. at some point in the night, I'll be down to my boxes. I don't know why. Or like shirt off is like standard at a wedding or I don't know. I don't know why either because, I don't know. But yeah, I seem to uh, start hemorrhaging clothes at some point. <laughs> uh, I can neck a pint pretty quick as well. Yeah, I struggle with that, the whole opening your throat thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I can, yeah, I'm all right at that. Um, I'm hearing phantom cries here. Do you, did you have that when you were like, just think I'm, I can hear Max crying, even though he's gone down to sleep? Uh, no, maybe oh. he is crying. <laughs> no, I can see the monitor and it's not like blinking, so. Do you think your sons will get into cycling, sport in general? If not cycling, then what sport? Definitely want him to be involved in sports. I think you can just learn so much, like from, you know, just everything, punctuality, discipline, being part of a team, working towards, you know, goals. Um, you know, I think, you know, helped out a bit with this Welsh Academy. Um, you know, the guys that aren't, you know, quite good enough to get on the British Academy. Um, but, you know, I think even for them guys, they don't have to go on to be like pros even or, you know, riding the tour or, or anything, making any career out of it. But I think two years doing that, you know, traveling Europe, um, you know, different cultures, like seeing how, you know, I think you just learn so much that that's so valuable. Like, I think you can learn a lot more than like going to uni. Um, obviously, uni. You heard it here, guys. <laughs> Follow, you know, ride your bike on the continent. Fuck uni. I think Thomas said that. <laughs> no, but you, you know what I mean? Some people go to uni just because it's the thing that people do. Like, yeah, it's, like, it's totally the right thing to do for most people who want to go there and, and want a career in something and that's what you do. But mm -hmm. some people just end up going just for the crack and then end up in like 20 grand of debt or whatever and then, you know, really struggle. But um, no, so yeah, I think sport is great for for them I, I yeah i, I will i have nothing against him doing cycling because it's given me an amazing uh life and obviously it's busier now than when we were kids but there's still like you know a load of off bike stuff they can go and do uh off-road stuff sorry um you know when they're first sort of getting into it and all that so yeah whatever, whatever he wants to do basically yeah, I, I agree 100%. Whether, like, I'd push him in the direction of sport as long as he was happy to do it, you know. Um, but whether he makes it as a professional in that sport, I mean, realistically, the chances are slim in any sport. But just to, you know, through, you know, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, just to be committed to a sport, any sport, it gives you so much, doesn't it? Like, respect, work hard, good work ethic. Um so just to spend them years around people and, and committing to a goal, I'm the same as you. Whether, whether it makes a career out of it or not, I mean, yeah, like I said, the amount of people who chase a dream to become a professional or something and don't is pretty high. So, but certainly um, do it for a good few years and, and hopefully learn the ropes. Yeah, I'm going to get him some golf clubs already, I think. No. That's to get into. Oh, mate, come on, like... You're not really going to get any injuries. You like you travel the world. You just, yeah, you just play golf. Like, you know, it's fair weather. 
you know, it's not like mainstream. So you're not going to get like ridiculed like footballers, like or rugby players here in Wales, like jeepers. Can you imagine like every game, like people in the pub sat at home criticizing you, like they've never, you know, probably haven't even kicked the ball since they're in school. Golf, mate. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm just not a big golf fan. Um, well, neither I, am I, really, but all the reasons above. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's safe, isn't it? You know, if your kid goes to the golf course, I mean, it's quite nice, isn't it? Go to the golf course, you know, part of it's clubhouse, isn't it? Pint after, bag of crisps, bag of mints. The injury you're going to get is... Sore wrist. Um, eh? Sore wrist. Yeah, or get knocked on the head by a golf ball. Yeah, or crashed in your golf buggy. I've done, I've done that before. Crashed a golf buggy. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Anyway, I think that that'll do us. Yeah, lovely job. We got um. Yeah, next two will be with guests. Um, so we'll try and get them done next week. But uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in, guys. Pass the pod. Suggest a pod, G. Suggest one. Yeah. Uh, other than this. Yeah. It's nothing worth, nothing else worth listening to, mate. Oh my man. <laughs> uh, I'm listening I've... to uh, what am I listening to at the minute? Manhunt is called. So it's some oh. dude that's like, what well, it says what it's about really, doesn't it? But he's um some guy who's been on the run for 15 years. He was like some scouser who was involved in like two really like bad like killings and you know he's like some drug dealer like organized crime thing and in spain and this and that and that's like it's a good listen oh, okay manhunt there we go pass the pod manhunt crack him bye. bye mate all right, later, but. It's all right. Yeah. ciao ciao, ciao.